What's going on, everyone? It is your girl, Queen Queen. Thank you for joining me on my podcast. I really appreciate it. We will be discussing many topics and things like celebrity gossip, politics, life lessons, and etc. Please think of me as that homegirl that you've been knowing for years. Remember, the motto is never judge a book by its cover before opening it up and reading it and agree to disagree. Just stand on what you're saying, period. So sit back, relax, please like, share, comment, give feedback, because remember, this show is for the people. Love, peace, and unity. What's going on, everyone? It is your girl, Queen Queen, and this is Hot Topics. Please keep in mind, these topics might be old, but they still are valid to the point of you leaving a review or a comment or a statement or an opinion. This is Hot Topic, so this is what we came here for. So let's jump into the first topic. The first topic is Dave Chappelle attacked on stage at the Hollywood Bowl. So therefore, Dave Chappelle got attacked by a, uh, by a young man who bum rushed the stage. Of course, him and uh, Dave Chappelle was tussling on the stage. Like they had like a little tussle before security stepped in. And basically, I'm talking about beat this man down to the point where he dislocated his shoulder. They dislocated his shoulder because when security got a hold of him, it was a wrap. And so crazy thing about it, uh, I think after he got attacked, Chris Tucker had took the mic and was just like, was that Will Smith? Uh, I don't know if it's a clip on here that says that. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so they, because uh, Chris Tucker and stuff like that was there, I think, like I said, for say, it was the Hollywood Bowl. So a lot of comedians and stuff like that was on there. So a lot of people are trying to figure out, what are you guys' statement on it? Because... They were saying that the man was a part of the LGBT community, and therefore he was doing it because of the remarks that uh, Dave Chappelle had said dealing with the next week special about the community. And people are really kind of, I think a lot of people are really siding with Dave Chappelle, of course, but it's just the simple fact is that I know, for example, 50 Cent, even though he's a troll, he was saying that it's crazy because here this man that is a part of a community goes on ta- goes on stage and attack a person, a, a comedian that was on stage for uh, his point of view or whatever that he said in the past, and nobody is making a big deal about it. You know what I'm saying? Like, yes, of course, people are making a big deal for us talking about it, but nobody is making a big deal for us. Like, where's the, where's the boycotts? Where's the, you know, where's this, where's that? Because at the end of the day, he could have been seriously injured. And I just think that... um that uh that that it it is very terrible and it just makes you be very leery and they talking about all the security have to do him like that let me tell y'all something about these security officers first of all they are already in jeopardy of losing your job period because why was this man able to run on stage like if your guys are supposed to be securing the stage and securing me why this person can get that close to me and get up on me to the point where i'm tussling them like i said in another podcast 
like when the baby got into it with you know the brother and then everybody started getting mad because security you best to believe if i'm a famous person and if i'm hiring security and then they say no i'm out there tussling i don't care if i sit up here and dislocated his shoulder and face by my bare hands you best to believe y'all behind getting fired and you won't work another security job there is so yeah I, then the security probably did take a little bit too far but at the end of the day they should have definitely been more aware because uh you know just people these days you just never know what people's mindset is and you know and i definitely do not feel like that he should have been attacked by his point of views on different type of um subjects because i think with Dave Chappelle, me personally i don't think he's funny so i don't want nobody built there oh my god that should be i know yeah i know i know i don't personally think his sense of humor is funny to me but at the end of the day i do notice that and i do admire and respect about that Chappelle is that he doesn't do anything for a dollar i never forget when he was up there talking about the oprah winfrey situation like when he was on oprah winfrey and he was saying like how they kept trying to put him in a dress you know what i'm saying it's about oh it'll be real funny it's funny and he was just like i have made it this far and never had the you know what i'm saying put on a dress so therefore i'm okay i'm not doing that you know what i'm saying like you know why do a black man have to put on a dress for you to so-called be so funny and it be hilarious and for some reason <clears throat> after that interview i might not think he funny yes but I really do respect him as a black man or a man in general because it's just like he stood for he stood for what was right. And I love the fact that at the end of the day, he did not uh, compromise and break it because let's just keep it real. You got people like Tyler Perry, Martin, Jamie Foxx, different type of black comedians have always had to get somewhere in a dress to make the big books. Like you're telling me that this person that you obviously got on this movie said, oh, let's throw on some nails. Let's throw you in the wig. Let's throw you in a dress. That'll be funny. Why is it always funny when a black man have to be in a dress? Y'all don't never really see a lot of white men in dresses in these movies, in these comedy specials. But for as a for as a black man, I really do love the fact that he stood on that and he was just like, I was not budging. He even was saying like how they, after he told them twice, they still put the dress in his, like, it was like a mind thing. Like, they put the dress in his dressing room, I guess, just to see his reaction. And it was just like, uh, ever since then, I do believe that uh, Dave Chappelle is a realist for that. And he always speaking facts, on, even on his comedy special. Uh, and, uh, yeah, so what do you guys think? Do you think that definitely the man who did that, he should have had a harsher punishment for his, like, jail time? Do you feel like it was biased? uh because uh, if it was like you know a different race or anything like that it'll definitely be a bigger deal what do you guys opinion on that me personally also just to add on i don't care who you is what type of credentials you have in the streets please start running on the running up on these comedians you do not get cool points for trying to fight a goofy person 
And I know some of y'all are like, well, yeah, it's the principal. No, it's not the principal. Like, do you really want to be up there talking about, oh, yeah, I uh, I, I slapped, you know, Kevin Hart. Like, come on, we're talking about comedians, people that make people laugh. So what makes you think that it's okay to, like, you going to get some type of hardcore street cut? Go on out there and fight all these people that's talking about these sex, money, and drugs and shooting up and story, telling story time how they some real killers. That's how you impress somebody. <laughs> So, anyways, okay, so <clears throat> Black Lives uh, Matter co-founder has, uh, she had lied about, hold on, it said, admitted that she lied when she denied using the group's $6 million LA property only for official business, and she revealed that she hosted parties there. Now, let me sum up this little thing. I'm sorry, I had to get a drink of water. So let me sum up this. The founder of Black Lives Matter, of course, you know how big Black Lives Matter is. This has been uh, uh, basically a movement that has taken over the world. Everybody should know about Black Lives Matter. So the founder, the person who basically, you know, got this whole organization together, she uh she basically admitted that she used the money for properties and you know different type of parties and events now i did read up on something also today of how she had paid her close family members like i think her brother and some more other family members she was paying them in the millions of dollars for different type of job titles like i think one of them was supposed to be the director the other one's supposed to be security the other one's supposed to be this but the type of money that she was paying like far as the organization it was ridiculous and uh and i understand people like oh yeah that's her family she looked out for her family what's the big deal but come on now first of all i don't even think the job title this is not to throw shade at her family members and say that they wasn't qualified but i honestly do not feel like that the job titles that she gave them and the pay that she gave them was definitely not worth it it was not worth it like it's no way that your brother should be getting paid a million dollars of the organization you know uh funds and he's his only title was something that you could have got you know there's somebody that was a little bit more trained and professional that actually don't even get paid that much realistic but i'm just saying like stuff like this so she uh and the reason why she's coming out and trying to meet some of this is because okay catch this tea candice owens uh black lady you know she's a republican she has you know been going head to toe with a lot of people you know she's a strong of ford republican she don't play she's basically doing a documentary exposing this lady from black lives matter because she said a lot of shady business has been going on a lot of money that she has uh that she received has not been properly managed like for example and candy always said this no we just want to know what did you do with all the money because you sit up here and you basically put uh all these faces out here and all oh, try to cut down on the funding of police but at the end of the day you're sitting up here uh spending millions on different homes and property and you got a white security guard and on top of that 
these neighborhoods and these people that you're fighting for, you're not even nowhere around them or even giving back properly. So uh, a lot of people was actually on Candace Owen's side, and that's very rare because people like really do not like her because they feel like she's a coon or something. But uh, yeah, for this lady to be just so up and around because she got on live and she was saying like she was on live crying, talking about, oh, Candace came to my house and I'm scared for my life. And then Candace got right back on there and put her on blast and put her on front seat and basically had footage of her not even doing what the lady had said. So, yeah, this lady, I'm not going to lie. I understand a lot of people might be like, well, that's still a sister. She trying to help out the community. But let's just be real, you guys. If someone is being fraud and, you know, doing different type of stuff behind closed doors that is not properly used, especially when you're dealing with ch charity and nonprofit and people who have died, yeah, that's a serious subject because a lot of these parents that are in these family members uh, that loved ones has died, that has been in the public, they're basically, some of them even came out and was just saying like how they didn't even receive a certain amount of money. You see what I'm saying? Like they wasn't even getting that money or they haven't even received nothing or all these donations and stuff like that definitely wasn't the amount. And I just hate to even get on the money of subject when somebody passed away. But it's just kind of like, just imagine, you know, somebody making millions off of one of your loved ones that passed away and then y'all don't have even nothing to show for it. But this person is consistently is making a living and living, you know, in a in a in a gated community and everything and then here you go like okay all you did was just put my story out there on the front for it to get more funding so what do you guys think about the black lives matter thing do you feel like that uh it's something fishy going on or do you feel like it doesn't matter about the money you know what i'm saying like she doing it for the people so it doesn't matter and she definitely should get paid or she people shouldn't worry about it yeah let's just see how that go so, Danny Lay apologized for Yellowbone song that sparked controversy. I am so sorry. Now, before I play this clip, well, no, let me play this clip and see what she say. Lesson for me, and I just want to say to everybody that I'm super sorry, because mm -hmm. I, it just was a mistake. I, I'm a Dominican woman. I have family members that are dark-skinned. My daughter's a black girl. Like, it just was... To even speak on skin tone, like I realize how like messed up that is now. Did and you have like no idea of that before? I didn't have no idea of it, but I don't think I wrote the song intentionally, like to be like a praise of like light skins or anything. So it was just kind of like I don't know. I just think I wasn't really thinking. It was very like ignorant. It was definitely a learning lesson for me mm -hmm. and I just want to say to everybody that I'm super sorry. Okay, so I remember when she came out with the song. This is the young lady. She's actually a singer. She was trying up on the Prince when she was younger, but she has been in the news lately for being the baby, which is a rapper, uh, his baby mama. You know, she had pregnant, you know, she got pregnant by him. And it's just been a lot of, you know, back and forth. But the reason why I picked this clip is because I remember doing a podcast on this because she had came out with a song because of course the baby is a dark skinned black man. And he had uh before 
he impregnated her, he also had two beautiful chocolate, you know, little girls. And he was, you know, of course, in relationship with darker skinned women. So when he got with her, you know, uh, I think she had always had like a little resentment towards, you know, his baby mama. You know what I'm saying? The first one, she was a be- she's a beautiful chocolate woman. And, uh, you know, of course, you know, being petty in that baby mama, baby drama situation, um, she decided to do a song. And then the song was, yellow bonus, what he want? Yellow bonus, what he want? You know, just sh- taking little cheap shots. And when she made that song, uh people automatically went in on her and called her colorism and uh and then on top of that she was pregnant now and the reason why it was such a big deal is because that this is what i'm saying black men you know especially my black men out there it's okay i mean it's okay to have a preference but you know for you guys to sometimes even say certain comments far as like oh you know what I'm saying i like a foreign or exotic woman and this this and that and then you get with these women now time out of 10 let's just keep it real half of you men don't even have a chance with these women unless you have money you see what i'm saying like unless you have something going for yourself but when you get with them they're only with you for a certain type of status and then on top of that, yeah, they don't mind getting pregnant, but they they biggest fear after they didn't slept with a black chocolate man or a black man in period, their biggest fear is to sit up here and have a black chocolate baby. Now, I do um she said she was sorry for the comment and stuff like that and i appreciate her for saying that that does i'm not gonna lie she stood on that and i can really truly say that 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 i i commend her for that because it wasn't like she was backpedaling and pussy popping i understand that could be a little wrong but i respect her because she owned up to it but this definitely is a lesson learned because like she separate and say oh you said that but then you know what I'm saying you have a black daughter. So just imagine if somebody sit up here and tell him or tell your daughter, Spanish girls is what he wants. Spanish, you know, or just anything or white girls is what he wants. You will be in the uproar. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, um, what do you guys think about that? Like, do you feel like she was genuine when she said it? Or do you feel like she just felt like, hey, she got a back a lot of backlash? Uh, my opinion on the situation, I do feel like she was uh I don't know. I re- I really would have I really would have respect her a little bit more. She said she was being petty. She said oh, I wasn't trying to think of it like that. But for you to put that in a category, you see what I'm saying, and to try to do a dig to hurt another woman, I just feel like color shouldn't even be brought up in the song. I understand you can't make people put whatever in the song, but be mindful. Like even if the fact of you know you are a Dominican Republican woman, or if you didn't have a child by this man, he still had two chocolate, beautiful young daughters. That if you was going to pursue a relationship with him and you know be in a, a committed relationship or a marriage, just imagine them sitting over here having to, to listen to a song like that, and you talking about yellow bone is what he want, and here they are two uh, brown skinned girls. Make it make sense. You see what I'm saying? So I do believe she with what she saw, and now <clears throat> that same man. While you up there screaming, yellow bone is what it want. He took you worse than he took you down worse than he ever did a woman. Catch that tea. 
you know what I'm saying? Now I'm just saying. But hey, what you guys think about that? So let's end it off with this last subject. And it was the pastor Jamal Burns calls out Kevin Samuels and mentioned the alleged GoFundMe account created for Kevin's funeral. And remind you guys, Kevin Samuel is the man who passed away, who was the uh, influencer over social media, like YouTube and stuff like that. Uh, I talked about him in my last podcast, but let's see what Jamal Him say that you do nothing to men who have no authority. How can a man say that you are of low value after 35? How can a man say that you do not have the level of traction of a high-powered man when that man has got to get a GoFundMe for his funeral? You can say that you do nothing to men who have no authority. Okay, so... Jamal Bryant, he is definitely a popular pastor. So, of course, you know, he was doing his sermon at church and he decided to insert Kevin Samuel. And, of course, like I said in my last podcast, that a lot of people, uh, it was sickening uh, about how many people was like consistently, you know, saying some people was rejoicing, some people was like having ignorant, I call them ignorant, ignorant response of how the thing, you know, about his death and stuff like that. So, uh, Jamal Bryan definitely got a lot of backlash. And the reason was because it's a time and place for everything. I think I was seeing it in my thing. Like, it doesn't matter your views on someone. He wasn't a molester. He wasn't, um, he wasn't a violent person that was killing people or got people killed. This man had an opinion. And for Jamal Bryant, no shade, no tea, because, you know, don't get me wrong, I didn't agree with everything Kevin Sanger said, but for Jamal Bryant to sit up here and have multiple, you know, baby mamas and marriages that did not go right and everything else and all type of scandal, why did you not keep that energy when Kevin Samuels was here? Now, don't try to sit up here and be like, okay, let me see. This might win over some of them women that was in there going out. Because at the end of the day, if I uh, if I speak on this, no. The time you should have spoke on it why, when, when he was living so he can respond. But that was a coward thing and definitely distasteful thing as a pastor, especially, for you to get on your pulpit and insert this man dead into a funeral talking about oh yeah he needed a GoFundMe account now don't get me wrong no shade no tea now if kevin sam you did need a GoFundMe account i do think that that is definitely you know what I'm saying people need to raise their eyebrows at because this is exactly what i'm saying that somebody he got in a GoFundMe account but this is the same man that was consistently telling women that they wasn't high value with a PhD and everything else. Like you need to settle for a certain type of man. So for him to not even have nothing put in place for if something ever happened, yeah, I, I'm kind of shocked on it. But that still does not give Jamal Bryant or anybody to speak on him and his affairs. This man has passed away. And then just like someone said in the comments, they was just like, just imagine his mother or, you know what I'm saying, or people that's close to him, his family, his family members, <clears throat> his children's and stuff like that, for them to listen, you know what I'm saying? And then they hear this person sitting up here saying about their father's death. That's a lot. You know, so <clears throat> I do feel like he owes them an apology. Just a recent update on it. They did say Jamal Bryan did apologize 
for the incident and for the comments. And I really think he apologized because he did not know that he was going to get that much backlash. And I think people that did not even agree with Kevin Samuels and the way he did stuff, they still felt like that that was distasteful. Come on now. <clears throat> you got up on your pulpit like a coward when this man left. Because I don't care what you say. Kevin Samuels, if he was still living and Jamal said that, you best to believe he would have gave him a hundred rounds. He ain't scared. So it's like, uh, he definitely wasn't a scared man. So what do you guys think about Jamal Bryant? Do you feel like, no, he was just saying, or, you know, he was just caught up in the moment? Or do you feel like that he intentionally thought shoot slugs to get win over some women? And I think so. So, but it's just... It's just disgusting. I think people that did not even agree with Kevin Samuel can agree to the fact that that was definitely unprofessional, unethical. Uh, uh, you're just all across the board. It was wrong. Like, come on now. You're a pastor. You know what I'm saying? You're supposed to be teaching people how to love and forgive. And You know what I'm saying? Life is too short to be worried about somebody talking about, oh, yeah, he called y'all. Uh, uh, how can a man that called you this, this, and that, how he, he got a GoFundMe account? <clears throat> Hey, things work things work out in a mysterious way. That's the reason why. And at the end of the day, y'all got to understand, people want to get so upset about this Kevin Sanders situation and what he said about women. But it was the women that was calling in. I don't think it was not one episode where that man down somebody's number and called the woman. Or give me your number, I'm going to call you. These women called in with him with this story. So just imagine somebody come up to you for some advice, and then next thing you know, somebody say you don't tell them what they want to hear. Now people rejoicing that you did. Come on, sickening, right? Oh, okay. But uh, yeah. So that wraps up today's episode, the podcast. I hope you guys enjoy. Please like, share, comment. Let me know how you feel on any one of these topics. I'm your homegirl. We're supposed to be chitter chatting. So uh, yeah, get back at me. Mwah.